0: Now, WGN Radio's daily conversation about the life of business and the business of life. This is the opening bell with Steve Grzanich on 720 WGN.
1: Good morning. Welcome back to the program. It's 537. Uh, Later on today, the Labor Department is going to report on the number of people who applied for unemployment benefits. But we're going to be watching a Freddie Mac report on this week's average U.S. mortgage rates. The company's also going to release its quarterly financial results, but we'll be watching those mortgage rates because uh, our next guest, uh, David Hochberg, is in the business of helping people refinance. David, good morning. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Thanks for getting up and coming in this morning. Um, this is a you know an issue that a lot of people have been talking about lately, um, and that is with uh, the threat of interest rates going up maybe yes. two or three or four times this year, mm-hmm. is now a good time to raise interest rates? Or if, is
0: now a good time to refinance, I should It's say. never a good time to raise interest rates, Steve, but right. it's a great it's time. Are... It's a <laughs> terrible time to raise interest rates. No, it, it's always here. I always answered that question this way. If you could save money by refinancing and it doesn't cost you anything to refinance and you're putting your family and your business and yourself in a better position to refinance, then it's a great time to refinance, okay? It, it's just people overthink it. Oh, I'm going to wait till next week. It's going to go down another eighth. And it's like, really? You know, what do you do for a living? Well, I'm a teacher. I'm a truck driver. I'm I'm, I'm an accountant. Um, I, I do this. Then the other thing is, are you a bond trader? They're like, no. Why? I'm like, because the interest rates are dead are 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 indicated by are de- are are based upon what the bonds do. And unless you're a guy or girl down the bond pit, you really don't know what's going to happen. So so don't gamble. David
1: is the uh, Vice President of Lending at Pearl Mortgage. You can find him on Twitter at David Hochberg, H-O-C-H-B-E-R-G. Um, we talked about this Freddie Mac report coming out today. Yeah. How does that impact uh, the, the the state of mortgages today and next week?
0: It confuses the heck out of people because what people don't realize is all of those numbers that you get are a trailing average of what happened a month ago, a week ago. So last week, rates were lower than they are this week. The problem is everybody hears that rates are down. So Monday through Thursday morning of last week, the rates were a little lower than they were today. They're still at historical lows. You could still get a 30-year fix that probably starts with a 3 or, or a 4 and instead of a 7 or a 9 or still getting people out of 9 and 10% mortgages, if you can believe that. So you have to be careful of those of those averages because they're an average. And they're an average of what ha- has happened in the past, not what's happening right now.
1: You know, I hear a lot of people uh, lately talk about 2008 and whether or not we're headed there again. Right. Uh, some concern that the Federal Reserve uh, may not have a good handle on what is happening. Where
0: do you land in, in this? I mean, is this something to be concerned about? No, I, I think back then, between 2002 and 2007, at the end of 2007 and the beginning of 2008, when the wheels completely fell off the train... It was the Wild West days of lending, okay? Um, If you had a pulse, you could get a loan. There were a lot of different things going on, a, a lot easier loan products to get, and, and people were taking out loans that they couldn't afford or, or, or they knew what they were doing but didn't want to admit what they were doing, okay? Today, with Dodd-Frank and all the regulations, and when everything went to heck and, and a handbasket basket in 7 the federal government came in and clamped everything down. I, I always give this example that the the water was throwing through a 48- or 72-inch water main, and it just kept flowing and flowing and flowing, and then all of a sudden, one day, all the banks went out of business, and the water was coming through a half-inch water main. And and when that liquidity stopped, everybody got into trouble. It's like the music chairs, right? When the chairs, when the music stopped, and there's only one chair left, every you got you got a thousand butts trying to put your butt on one chair. That's what happened in the mortgage industry. Mm -hmm. So everything got out of whack. People that were trying to use their home's equity, that had home equity line of credits, what did the banks do? They froze them because your home was worth thirty to forty in some areas, sixty to seventy percent less. So that has turned itself around. Do I think we're ever going to be back in 2008? No, not with all the regulations that you have to do, ordering tax returns before people submit loans, Uh, W-2s for the past two, three years, pay stub. If there's any type of discrepancy, you need 15 layers of explanation to explain why there is a $15 difference in your pay stub this month from last month. And it's it's tightened down a lot, so it's a lot more uh, financially difficult to get the loans done a lot more paperwork but the loans that we're doing are a lot stronger than they were last year you know you know let alone in 2002 through 2008
1: you know as a kid uh, growing up a young man growing up i was always told by my grandparents and parents that having a home buying a home is always the best investment you can make right true is is it still the case do you still fall because i hear some uh, experts say that's not the case anymore that you may be better off renting a place
0: well it it depends what your goals are okay you know you've got the millennials right now who bounce around to jobs every six eight nine months and and they like to travel and owning a home is not important to them and they're very transient and and there's four or five living in, in in an apartment and that's fine if that's what you want God bless you, okay? If you're starting out in, in your and, and, you, and you're a family and you're professionals and you've got kids and you want them in a certain school district and it's in, it's in a good area. I live in the northern suburbs. I'm in Northbrook. Northbrook's a great investment. I was just out in Oakbrook the other day. Great investment. Okay, property. I, I'm seeing homes going up in Northbrook every single day. I'm seeing homes going up in, in Oakbrook every day. It's like Baskin Rob, and Steve. Okay, there's a different flavor. There's 31 flavors, so you could try one every different day of the month. So to answer that question for a specific person is tough. I personally think it's a great investment. I bought in Northbrook. I paid I, I, I paid six hundred some thousand dollars for my home in in 2002. Okay, it, it shot all the way up, and in 08 in it dropped down, mm-hmm. and I refinanced twice in that time period, and my house kept dropping down, and now my home is back up to where it was mm-hmm. basically where it was in 08. My wife is freaking out every time we you know we got the appraisal she's like oh my god we lost another thirty thousand dollars i'm like did we really lose thirty thousand dollars she's like what do you mean i'm like do you plan on moving anytime in the next 10 years until our kids graduate Glenbrook north high school she's like no i'm like then we haven't lost anything okay so you haven't lost paper money unless you have to move tomorrow you've lost it now we're back to where we were prior to the crash and everything in in the northern suburbs and the north shore area is back 100 percent and people are now what are they doing they're refinancing when they couldn't they're, they're, they're taking money out to pay off debt that they accumulated when, when they were going through a rough time, when they were off of work or, or lost income. They're taking money out of their homes right now to invest back into their homes that they haven't done in six to eight years. You ask a contractor how his business or her business is right now. It's booming. Yeah,
1: And it's, you mentioned Northbrook, but are there other hot areas of, of the Chicago area
0: for it, real estate right now? Basically anything, the downtown market, blazing fire. The condo market seven, eight years ago, you, if you said condo, people would run from you. Today, if you said condo, people are putting four or five offers in front of you because the condo market is absolutely blazing right now. Um, anything within the concentric circle of five to ten miles outside of the city, solid. Okay, uh, three, four years ago when you said Schaumburg, people would shake. Schaumburg is solid right now. And what's happening is you do the concentric circles, it's starting to move further and further and further west. North Shore is all the way back from where we were from the 07-08 collapse. Naperville is completely back. Lyle, Downers, that whole, that whole I-88 corridor. You go south to I-55, Plainfield. Down to Mantino and, and Monique, you're starting to see nice, you, listen, you're not seeing the 5 to 10 to 15% appreciation, the crazy that we were seeing back in the day, but you're getting a nice 2%, 3 4%. And when you tell somebody, hey, guess what, your home has stayed, has not decreased in value, that's a plus for them, and they're just happy that they haven't lost 5% in value. So as you get further out, the DeKalb's, the Sycamore's, the Kirkland's, still a little challenging right now, West uh, Aurora, but it's slowly coming back because All those other areas um, closer in are completely back. So it will get back out there. It's going to take a little longer.
1: David Hochberg, Vice President of Lending at Pearl Mortgage on Twitter at David Hochberg. David, come back on the opening bell. I'd love to.